Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. This world I live in, it astounds me. I wonder sometimes, where do we go? Where are we going? And how, how can I stay the same when much change is needed? So much to take in, especially when I know that sometimes I get tired. I just want to be in a cave. I don't even want to deal with people that much. And I still see the same old, same old. It'll never end, will it? It'll just keep repeating to the point where we don't want it anymore. And that's not the world I want. And I will not allow it to affect my life. I have to make this life livable. I'm not going to bury myself just because a bunch of people think that their race is better than my race and we know it's not true. I live for me. And I will make my life livable until my time to die comes. And in doing so, I will open the gateway for other minorities to make it and everyone regarding disregard of what they are or gender bias has the same share and can make it too. Because that's what this is all about. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on G360 Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you doing? Welcome back to the J-Man Show here for episode 155. I am your host, Jay, of course. <laughs> Let's get into it. Man, it's been one wild week. Hasn't it, though? Or actually, it's been a wild couple of weeks. I mean, if anything, I've just been uh, sitting here trying to, you know, just... I've been fighting a good fight, of course, but I've also been trying to make make things make sense. And for a while there, from like last episode, the time between last episode to now, you know, I'm sure some of you have seen that I've been on a few crossover episodes and, you know, I was very, you know, light about things and truth be told, I need to be because sometimes when I get really into it, I can get pretty heavy handed with stuff, especially when it comes to things like racism, racial inequality. Now, you know, people are bringing out the whole, um, the whole sexual orientation argument now. See, you got that going on. And it's Pride Month. And it's also Juneteenth. You know, it's all these things coming together at one. The one thing that society is furious about, yet has a hard time talking about. So they try to bury it instead of actually talking, instead of actually, you know, facing the problem. 
whether there's a problem there or not. But you see, if anything, most of it is acceptance and accountability. Now, see, the problem is, is that you got some people that think that everybody's supposed to like them. And that's not true. Not at all. You know, at the end of the day, if you become as really as annoying as your opposition, you're just as bad as they are. And then you probably annoyed somebody who might have been an ally at one point, but really just doesn't like you. You know what I'm saying? And it happens. It happens on a lot of things. And you got some people, even though they've won, they got really, really arrogant about it and totally botched up the whole operation. So you got those kind of people, too. And I mean, you see them all the time, man. They're in the news. They're they're on your they're in your any sort of media you and let's just say any sort of media you consume, they're right there. You know what I'm saying? It's the same people that sit there and they'll, they'll always talk about representation matters. And it does to a point. Because I remember this. Like, I was watching a movie that I was going to present for Schlockomania. It was called The Street Fighter with Sonny, uh, Sonny Chiba in it. Pretty damn good film. It's do- it's public domain movie, so I could actually just streamed it to all of you to watch. But, um... Yeah, <laughs> there was a moment in it there where I was really annoyed because the only brother in that film, he was a member of the Yakuza, which works out in a unique sort of way, and he was the rapist of the group. I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, he, and then like every scene, he's like, yeah, yeah, that turned me off. I'm really going to get some. Uh-huh. So Sonny Chiba did the one thing that I wanted to do in the movie was... Beat the guy to a pulp, but also rip his balls off from him and stuff. So that he'll never do it again. But then again, Sonny Chiba didn't rip the balls. He ripped the whole unit off. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because as a man, you know, the last thing you want to see is somebody's junk getting tear- torn off. But still, at the same time, that 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 fool deserved it. That was just really, really nasty the way he was coming across to all the women in the movie. It was like, come on, man. Better representation, indeed. I understand that. You know, like, we could we could all do more. But you see, the problem with uh, certain situations, certain scenarios are some people just don't see it that way. And it's not like you need to accept it. You just don't need to invest in it. You know what I mean? I've noticed that a lot of people have lost followers and lost subscribers and lost um, different situations because, well, not different, not situations, but, you know, different increments. Yeah, let's put it that way. Different increments due to the arguments of BLM, all lives matter, and et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? All of the conflicting statements. But at the same time, you realize a lot of people are going into semantics about it instead of just sticking to the hard facts on it. And then there's that whole other conversation out there that people are just not ready to have. Like, you know, like some people are using the black on black argument and then they'll use like, you know, the way that the government is or They'll find a loophole and betray us, or the Democratic Party has never given the African Americans anything, et cetera, et cetera. It's just all like that. But the thing that's really on the tip of people's tongues right now is defunding the police. Now, as a government institution, the judicial system does get quite a lot of money, a lot of kickbacky, a lot of look the other way pay. But you see, also, when you use something like defund, it's such a broad term, and people nowadays will think to the extreme. You know how it is. Like, say, like, if you were going to do, like, a little joke, and, you know, certain people that are involved know it's a joke, but then there's always that one person out there that sees it not as a joke, but sees it as, like, issue number one, so they'll go run tell that, 
and probably don't have all the information about it, but it was something that they overheard because, hey, you know, overhearing, that's a good credible credible statement right there, right? So they'll go ahead and they'll run tell that. You see it all the time. It happens in a lot of public places. You know, it's just it's just one of those kind of things that carries on, and there's a lot of people, like, I think some of you call them Karens. I call them Karens and Stevens, and, hell, while you're at it, why don't you just put Daniel out there again? Because damn Daniel's pretty stupid, too. But moving forward... You see, the whole thing about defund the police, a lot of people think that it's going to eliminate all police funding and those people will be out of a job. Now, between you and me, while it would be nice to see them lose some change, and while it would be nice to see, like, you you know, some of them would know what it feels like, the thing is, okay, when, when they use this term, it doesn't mean get rid of the entire police department. All right? No one's that crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, the real criminals out there, they'd have a field day with that, wouldn't they? Oh, man, they'd be running around enjoying themselves, talking all that trash and everything. Shoot, can't stop you at all, looting, stealing, and everything else. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's just crazy. Of course, you know, Minneapolis is trying to do something with that, right? Didn't they just disband their whole police force altogether? Or it's not just Minneapolis, it's the whole state, right? Then they decide to go ahead and just disband their whole unit. They want to do like a citizens kind of thing, a community kind of. Yeah, that's really going to work. I wonder how that's going to go down. You know what I mean? Because, yes, while a lot of those people are trained to enforce and utilize some of their brutalized tactics to go ahead and dissuade us from, you know, from doing anything really stupid. Even though, like, you know, the way Chalvin did that um, whole thing with his knee on uh, George Floyd's neck. He's not supposed to do that on his neck. He's supposed to do that between the shoulder blades. And then they're supposed to put the cuffs on. And then let him up. But, you know, we already know what happened regarding George Floyd and God rest his soul. But it's just like... And there was an agenda behind that, too. You, you can tell. You can easily tell. And if you can't, stop lying to yourself. But what I'm saying is, is this, like... You know, if you've seen um, Citizens on Patrol, right, you'll realize that to a point it works, but then there's a point where, you know, it doesn't work. Because you got a lot of people out there who don't necessarily use clout well. They don't aren't trained to utilize probable cause like anything. And some people just want to throw people in jail because they can. And, you know, in doing this, so and saying that, some of them are police officers. <laughs> and it's wild as hell to say that. But let me... Now, I borrowed this from a uh, another podcasting friend of mine about what defund the police means, so I can go ahead and read down the list to you all. Defund the police does not mean eliminate all police funding. Defund the police means police will be funded, which is crazy to put that first, but yeah, they will be funded, but they will not be overfunded. Redistribute the city budget. Everyone gets a fair share. I hope so, because you see, the problem with everyone getting a fair share is some people will take a little bit more than they should and they'll pocket it. Every time, Pete, you know, you got to understand how these institutions are. It's kind of like when you donate money out and you and, you know, you donated money out for during the big time of that struggle or whatever. Right. And then chances are when you did donate that money, you felt good about yourself. Right. Because you're being charitable. But then comes the part where it's not necessarily the second week, but it's the fourth week. Where these people are still asking for money, and you know that money was supposed to have been turned in by the third week, just to go ahead and make things change over a little bit, and they're still asking you for money. 
Yeah, something about that's a little weird, don't you think? That's because at the end of the day, the people that really needed that money, they were not going to see it. But the administrators, however, well, they sitting in the back counting. Here's another one. Defund the police. The reasons why they defund the police. The police should focus on crimes and criminals. Yeah, no kidding. Police are not mental health counselors. No, that's more of eternal affairs. Police are not social workers. Yet they get involved with a lot of social stuff. Police are not medical professionals. Not by a long shot. Police are not education specialists. Well, there's a special division that's involved in the educational sector. Let's see, police should not be responsible for everything. Yet they cause a lot of problems to people, and they don't tell you why. Especially when, at the same time, they're supposed to read you the right first. And not only that, they're not supposed to pull out their gun holster first either. But, you know, well, the gun first. <laughs> Could you imagine pulling out the holster first? That's crazy as hell. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much Looney Tunes right there. But, you know, at the same time, they're not supposed to pull out their gun on you first yet. You know what I'm saying? Unless we start getting disorderly and attacking... Then they start doing that. But now they're saying, yeah, it should not be responsible for everything. But you you know what? It's not only that, but we're trying to hold them accountable for everything they do. And every time they utilize their gun, now this is based off of like, you know, this is based off of protocol. Like every time they use their gun or they go into any sort of action like this, there's a shooting board and a ballistics report that needs to be filed. There's a lot of paperwork around these these guys, you know what I'm saying? Actually, it should be saying men and women. There's a lot of a lot of paper trail behind them. Not to mention, like, when you put in their badge number and stuff, and you see all the information about them, like, when you file a complaint, that complaint does not need to be brushed off to the side. That complaint needs to be looked at by the administrators that are at the police department. You know what I'm saying? Things need to be solved right then and there. There's a way, and then there's a reason of how to do these things. But because they have not done right by certain certainties on this, and there is that buddy system that goes around and protects a lot of these people, you know that this is this is where you look at it and you're like, nothing's getting solved. That's why people don't have belief in the system like anything. It's an imperfect system, yes, much like anything else around here. And there's so much corruption going on. And then by figuring to defund the police here, there might be a solution to that. You see what I'm saying? Might be a solution. Is it going to be the solution that ends all and bees all? It's one of those kind of things where you're like, you know what? Hmm. It just remains to be seen. At least now, you know, I will say there was some headway here. There's some people that actually believe in Black Lives Matter. There's some people that actually believe that we're going to be making the changes. And that these changes are going to come in place. But the thing about it is, though... That whole system that we're trying to push in there to replace this old one, you know, you got to see how this goes. And if there's a clear point of view for the end game, then that's fine. But if there's not and we end up becoming what we hate, that's something to keep an eye out on, too. See what I'm saying? Anyway, there's more to this list. Okay, so defund the police emphasizes. Okay, so this is what it's supposed to um, work with us on in terms of emphasizing Let's see, it's supposed to reassess our values, investing in our communities, investing in our people, funding our schools, funding our hospitals, funding our services, funding our infrastructure. Okay. Now, here's the thing about that. Reassessing our values. Okay, yes. We do need a way of reassessing our values. We need our trust to be established in our government again. 
Even though at the same time, no, 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 no. Trusting the government sometimes has led to a lot of our problems. The government is supposed to work for its people. However, the people are working into the government, and the government's gotten a lot fatter, a lot lazier, a lot more ignorant. And you can see it with a lot of Bunker Boys actions over the week. (laughs) Well, then again, uh, you can see it with a lot of stuff over his term. But, you know, he's got his fans, too. He got his fans, too. They're all out there and saying a whole lot of things right now. Just you, you see them every time. I just hope that during this election season, we'll actually make some, uh, make some headway and try to switch things over. Even though if I don't vote for Joe Biden and I vote for a complete third party, yes, I'm still very much black and I'm still very much who I am. So nobody can change that nonsense. The only way I'll ever change color is when I'm in the, in the good box, turning into worm chow and graying out and looking like hell. Now, let's see, investing in our communities. You know, here's the thing about investing in our communities. We all should be investing in our communities anyway. You know what I'm saying? Give a little to that mom and pop store over there. Go to church and actually be about the church. Don't go to church as a popularity contest or whatever. Or, you know, give to the art programs. You know, try to find something for the kids to do. Or, you know what? Invest in something a little bit more to help those kids out. Like, you know, not everybody can play football, but a lot of there's a lot of people out there who could actually play a musical instrument or learn how to. And if they can't, then they can also learn how to paint or they can learn how to express themselves dramatically. There's ways to do these things. And then, of course, you got to make sure that you have an invested so that they can have the right people to transport them there and back. You know, it's just a lot of things that need to be invested in, like the city life or hell, even in the rural life, too. Let's see, funding our schools. Yes, yes, I agree with that. I agree, hopefully. Education is a gift. You should share it as such, especially like this. Not only that, when you teach kids history, okay, teach them all the history. Don't just teach the history that you feel comfortable about. Like, you know, like say like how people will teach them Civil War and then like, oh, they'll say like, the, the war was won by the North and, and, and African-Americans were free and they could do whatever. Mm-mm, nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Teach them the reconstruction period too. Teach them about Ulysses Grant's presidency. Teach them about all of these things. And then talk about like how it failed because the States didn't, you know, cause they didn't see eye to eye about it. You see what I'm saying? It was all about a rebuild. And it went completely kaputs. And then you talk to him all about Jim Crow. Tell him everything about it now. And then, like, when you get into World War II, and a lot of people like to talk about this because we won the war. Tell him this, right? Tell him how we went into war late. Tell him how our leeway into the war was Pearl Harbor. And then while you're at it, tell him that, dare I say this, but the armies were segregated. Tell him the whole story. Now, I know some people can't handle that. Some of y'all probably couldn't handle that at, during this part of the episode, right? So you probably turned it off or tuned out. But the truth is, it's right there in front of you. You know what I mean? It's a difficult thing to talk about. It always has been. And since we turned a blind eye to it to that point, that's why we have this reluctancy. That's why we have all this resistance when it comes to it. It's like, you know, I want to make this episode. I will never, ever say that. Or I probably did, but you know what, though? <laughs> the first season's been, like, that's, like, what, three 
three seasons ago. This is the fourth season, so let just just let me get it out. You know what I mean? But I hear a lot of people say that all the time. I didn't want to make this episode. Yeah, you did. You made it, didn't you? So you know that that kind of kills it right then and there. But um, let's see. And I knew what I was getting into when I made this episode. So yeah, funding our hospitals once again. Something else that really needs to be looked into. Even though you, you know, sometimes you'll look at it. Some people are like, well, you know, me- medical has been getting a lot of money. and uh, yada, yada, yada. Medical insurance has been. Not the actual medical facilities and all. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to realize, when it comes to the insurance side of things, those people, <laughs> they got a lot of money. Oh, oh, yeah, all that stuff's pocketed in, nice and plentiful. But when it comes to the actual facilities, you know, with the, you know, with the materials and all that, like with COVID nineteen being around and everybody was talking about limited testing resources, yeah, they needed the money. You see what I'm saying? So it's like little things like that. Uh, definitely, definitely, you want your medical facilities to have the right equipment, the right materials, the right mindset. Even though at the same time, right mindset really depends on the people. But when it gets right down to it, though, you want to have all that stuff fully stocked and fully funded. So yeah, I'm good with that. Funding our services. Who the hell are our services? Is it is it some of those other services like Uber or whatever? Or, you, you know what I mean? Like, like exactly what are our services? Well, then again, yes, yes, yes. Independent workers. A lot of small businesses out here. Yeah, I really had to think about that myself. Yeah, that, that actually works. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I could use a little bit more change in the J360 bucket. Which, by the way, I should send that PayPal link to you all. Because uh, let's work on that donation, shall we? <laughs> Make some greed. Okay, okay, okay. That was a little creepy, but whatever. You can deal with it. You're grown. Most of my demographic is, right? Well, let's see. Funding our services. So, yeah, that, that works out. And then, of course, funding our infrastructure. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I've been noticing for years on years. You know how I know it's summertime in Delaware? I'm sure some of y'all thought the heat, right? No, that's not it. I'm sure some of y'all thought like um, the tourists that come in and hog up the beaches all the time. No, that's not it. But it's funny seeing them do a lot of stupid stuff. Uh, no, this is wow. Because road construction is out there on every damn road in Delaware. All over the place. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I'm like, will you guys just get this stuff together? Why the hell didn't you get all this stuff done in April? You know what I mean? I was like, damn. And indeed, they out there grinning, having a good time too. Oh, damn, Del Dot. I, I see it. I'm like, well, yeah, this this is amazing, guys. And now, keep in mind, I'm friends with some of them. But there's quite a lot of them that are the biggest group of a-holes this side of the Mississippi. And I'm like, God. I'm like, get, just really, right? You know what I'm saying? Every road, huh? Even when I got to get out, come back in, there he is smiling. Holding his sign. Acting like he big stuff. Respect the orange and black. The only orange and black I'll ever respect is the Philadelphia Flyers. I ain't respecting too much of them a-holes. This is, this, this is just crazy within itself. And indeed, we need better infrastructure. But, you know, I'm sure there's people over in New Jersey that are going through it because they get it all year round where their stuff is just out of commission. It's like at the end of the day, the money that should be going into certain selfish special interests should be going into things that we could use to 
better fix the country nationwide. And indeed, it should. It shouldn't have to go into like somebody else's pockets all lined up. But it does, though, because, you know, mismanaging money also leads to like, you know, spoiled favors when it comes to the victors. And if it ain't traced like anything, well, you know, I didn't see it. You didn't see it, right? And that's where we live. We live in a... We live in this whole ecosystem here where it's all about change first, man. It's all about chump change, money, all that good stuff. Greenbacks, if you will. And you see why we're all fighting for those greenbacks and everything. Like, that's why I keep going to that day job every day. But, you know, at the end of the day, I do it. And I, I used to say this, right? I'm not here for the money. I'm here for the complete buckery. And I'm saying that in terms because I cannot cuss on this show. But. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I go there just to see the foolishness, but also pocket the money because, you know, I'm building a new life here. I'm trying to go ahead and get to that Bay Area. I'm trying to do things. That's, I'll never be a damn 49ers fan if that's what you're asking, but you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to do a lot of cool things for myself. So, you know, the goals are keeping me grounded and in addition to working on some J360 material, which we'll get into a little bit later. But when you really think about it, this whole defunding the police, it sounds like a good idea. But I, I just have that lingering sense of doubt out there that one way or another, this is going to get twisted into something else. You know what I mean? Like, I think Pelosi and company actually came up with an idea of police reform. And there was also a meeting that happened today with the committee, the advisory committee, that is. So, so there's a lot going on right now. I mean, one way or, or another, we did get the attention. We got some of the respect from people, which is fine, because you can always get attention. You can always point the light on to something. But when it comes to actually solving this, it's not all going to be done in one summer. It's not even going to be done in one year. As a matter of fact, I think somewhere along the along the line, significant change will probably happen in, like, what, maybe five to ten years, maybe? Usually, because things are very, very slow when it comes to progress. Especially if it's progress that you really want to work, you know? And I'm not saying that we should stay in dystopian areas. Oh, we are on dystopian levels, man. You know what I'm saying? We on it. We didn't hit it entirely yet, but we're on it. And it's just, it's it's a lot to talk about. Especially why, like, you know, this isn't really a, this really isn't a black label J-Man episode. But, you know, because it's it's like this. It's a resolution of something. Now, if it was something that was really, really severe going on, like to the point where, like, they see our our moves for changes and they deny them anyway, it would have been. That's why I'm not really, really angry about too much of this. It's just, you know, one of these things you got to really pay attention to because, like, it's either going to get better or it's going to get a whole lot worse. And you know how they say it usually gets a lot worse before it gets better. And, you know, those better, we want those better times so bad, right? I mean, a lot of you out there do. You can just taste it. You just wish life wasn't so unbearable sometimes. You just wish that life was actually a lot more manageable, right? Like you didn't have bills attacking at you left and right. Or you didn't have like a, a crap day job. You had something to be proud of. You were learning. Moving up the ladder. You had big goals and expectations for yourself. And, you know, even though you kept hitting brick walls after brick walls, one way or another, you're climbing the wall and you're and you're trying to just get where you need to be, you know? Life, in a way, is kind of like being trapped in a giant pinball machine. Only one thing. You don't have three balls. You only have one. And at the end of the day, 
you want that one ball to hit the jackpot, right? You see, and I've beaten many pinball games where I had just the one last ball, but still, it's like adult life is just, you know, it can get really complicated real fast, and it gets that way based off of a lot of BS in the middle. You know what I mean? A good example of all this stuff is Heavy Traffic, which is a nice, nice story made by Ralph Bakshi back in the day and one of my favorite movies. Next to um, his other one called, uh, they call it Street Fight to change the title of it, but I'm going to say it right now. It's called Coonskin. And that was a real good one, too. It, ma- it makes you look at like black culture and the satirical ways of it, but it makes you know that there's an underlying story there. And I would recommend it to anybody to watch. Hell, I'd play it for you right now. But I'm not. <laughs> You're going to have to find it on your own. Because I don't have the rights to it. But I will tell you this much. It, it just it takes a lot out of me sometimes to talk about this. Because at the end of the day, you know, life can be confusing and stressful enough. And I have to make it livable. I'm all I got. You know, like, I wasn't out there marching entirely with everyone else. And believe me, I protested in my own other ways. But I had to really come back home and I had to take care of my pops. Because, I mean, this stuff really affects him. You know, he's he's 70. He's been through the system a lot. So, you know, not, not, not the system you're thinking of, but you know what I mean. The systematic racism, the structuralized nonsense and all this other stuff. He's been through it. And truth is, he had a couple of flashbacks and he was telling me about it. Like He has his fears for me as I keep pursuing J360 Productions or anything. You know, and I keep telling this that the war is mine now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I picked the side. I'm standing on the side of my people and I'm standing on the side of racial equality. I'm standing on the side of sexual equality. Like at the end of the day, what do you care if somebody's gay, bi, trans or, or even omni or pansexual? Like, really, what does it what does it matter to anybody? Whatever you do, OK? It doesn't affect me one way or another. I'm straight. I know. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, people go too far worrying about stuff that, you know, worrying too much about certain things that don't concern them. Like, live your life. Live it. You know what I'm saying? You don't need anybody else's acceptance entirely. But there are people out there who want it and they will fight for it. And I go ahead and I look at them like, all right, well, I accept you for who you are. But you got to accept me, too. Okay? Don't try to change me, either. That's just the way it is. And see, right there, that's equality, right? You know? Same thing with religion. There's so many different religions out here. That's why, you know, December is pretty much a war month. Because at the end of the day, there's so much arguments going on there, too. And it's like, you know, me and my old Christianity, you know, I accept anybody. I'm like this. I'm like, I'm not here to save you. Do your thing. I don't care. You know, it's just like after a while, it's like if I saw like any of this stuff go down, I'll tell you your greeting. I'll know you and stuff like that. But I never bring it up as a way of like superiority or anything. I don't really care. You know, it's like this. If you're partying with J-Man, you're partying with J-Man for life until you do something really, really stupid or unforgivable. And then I'm just going to be like... Snip, snip, you know? And and the thing about it is, you'll feel it, you know? <sighs> and as I was rambling on, letting you know about that, because I feel like I have to give the same argument every year. 
every year, either when February rolls around or June rolls around, and it's always like that. And then the roads to those months can be unbearable too. Maybe I just hate the first half of the year because we're only six months in and I'm really, really annoyed. But I will talk about something that actually has me pretty excited, and I hope it excites all of you too. Day 360 Radio is getting another show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Before you all be like groaning and say another one, hear me out. This show was actually sitting in the incubator for a while because I didn't think that the other artists out there would be willing to jump on to it. You know what I mean? It's one of those shows that we're actually going to be for the spring and summer sessions. And you see, here we go with it. Since we're in summer now, it's going to be a, you know, a small season for it because it's still as in prototype phase. But it's going to work with a lot of musicians out there. So if you're an independent musician and you like the things I do around here, then come talk to me sometime. Email me or use the hotline to leave a voice message or whatever. Because this new show is going to be taking place the middle of June, I would like to say. Uh, Let me see. What's a good day? What's a good day? Uh, Actually, instead of the middle of June, why not the end of June? Yeah, okay. The 23rd of June, that should be the time for the prototype. And it's going to happen here on J360 Radio. Now, some of those shows will actually go on to um, J360 TV. I'm also working on the YouTube channel for that. Now, what's the name of this show? I'm sure you've probably all seen it in a teaser poster that I put up on Twitter not too long ago. I'm not going to name it now, but you're going to see it when it lands. So just mark your day for the 23rd, okay? And then we're going to have some real fun with it. Will I do the J-Man show in that week? You know I will, man, because the J-Man show is every week. But, um, you know, with that being worked out, that's actually coming together. And I talked to a few of the artists out there today on Twitter, and they're stoked for it. So this is going to be lit, and I just can't wait. (laughs) You get music, and you get me for a whole hour. Isn't that cool? You know it is. Don't don't, don't you try to get all stingy now. (laughs) After all, you know, I've only been at this for, like, what, how many years? (laughs) Things like that. And also, I'm working on the J360 YouTube channel right now. It'll say J360 TV on it. But, um, yeah, everything looks copacetic from here. And, yeah, I just say that word on, you know, incorrectly on purpose anyway. But, man, I mean, I just, you know, guys, I really hope for a day where we don't have this racial argument anymore. I really hope for a day where we don't have this gender argument or any of these you know, things that seem to get in the way, because guess what? Life is short, man. Life is precious. Life should be cherished. Life should be enjoyed. I mean, yeah, it's going to have its problems. It's going to have its ups and downs. It always does. But you can make this livable. You can make this enjoyable. And you don't want to be feeling like you need to be in a cave. Or like you need to just get away from all that nonsense. And this people make this stuff as unbearable as can be. And it, it happens a lot. But you know what? If I was to let the weight of the world get me down now, and clearly I'm not as tough as I was years ago. You know what I'm saying? And, well, it hasn't gotten me down. So I'm still... (laughs) uh, I'm still doing what I do best. And I don't have a problem pissing people off. Especially to go ahead and prove them wrong and tell them that, you know what? Yeah, you don't make any sense to me. And also, I want to give a shout out to, um, I want to give a shout out to the Waffle Cast. I want to give a shout out to Jazzy J and Moose for his podcast. 
Shout outs to Home Video Hustle and uh, Cult 45 podcast for doing what they do best, fighting the good fight. Because guess what? That's what we're supposed to be doing right now. Eye alert, you know. And also, I wish they would have invited me to a lot of their meetings about the black delegation and all that stuff. Hey, man, where was my invitation at? Then again, you know what? I do too many shows as it is, and they probably knew I was doing the J-Man show again anyway. But that's where that goes down. But I also want to give a shout out to every other podcaster out there who has been, you know, grinding and getting their numbers up. You know what I mean? I think somebody just recently, yeah, normies like us just reached 100 episodes. Shout out to them. Congratulations. And also, um, for those of you out there that want some more J-Man activity, the power play is happening tomorrow on Twitch.com. Uh, Got to mix up with YouTube. Twitch.tv slash J360TV, okay? Yep. So that's going to be happening tomorrow at 9. We're going to have a lot of wild stuff happening on there because I'm finally going to get out of the way of Bioshock, at least. So now that I got this extra time, I can actually do that. But until then, though, I hope you all take it easy. We'll be back with some more content. This is the J-Man signing off. Take care. Or actually, peace.